On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the truth about change, why we hate it, and how to embrace it on Soul Zero Two. And welcome to Soul Zero Two. This is a podcast that is putting the oxygen back into the Christian life one soul at a time. And I'm so glad to be with you today. And today we're going to be talking about this simple idea, the truth about change, why we hate it, and how to embrace it. And uh, why do I speak about this? Because usually at the beginning of a year uh, is when a lot of change happens to us. We make decisions, we, we, we make plans, and we're at the head of the year. This is kind of like the, the uh, and, and we're, you know, we just started the year, but uh, the point is, is that change always happens. It's inevitable. And we struggle with change because we're human and because we, we like comfort, right, and all these things. But, but why do we struggle with change? I want to give you three reasons why we struggle and then maybe three things you can do to embrace change because no one likes to embrace change unless, of course, it's for the better and you know you're going to benefit from it. Uh, but even I have found that even when the change is better, we still find a, a weird comfort in what was, even though it's not healthy anymore. So the first reason why people struggle with change is, is simply this. And, and I'll, I'll give this to you as, as we go. You know, we're going to kind of run through these real quick. But the first, the first reason is this. We struggle, with, we struggle with change because change threatens our comfort zones. We love comfort. That's a fact. And uh, a famous writer once said, the only person who likes change is a wet baby. Why? Because the baby is wet and he's not comfortable, so he's got to change. And sometimes we we get comfortable, and the only time we change is when, we, when we're uncomfortable, when we're no longer happy with our situation. And so change is, is something that maybe is forced on us because our comfort zone is kind of, you know, is gone. Uh, but also, another reason is simply this. Our mindsets haven't yet caught up to the change that has happened or occurred. What do I, what do I mean by that? Um, from a biblical point of view, when Israel left Egypt, a profound change occurred. They were slaves, and now they were going to be free men and women. And, and, and the world was open to them. God had a plan for them. The problem happened when they complained in the wilderness about going back to Egypt. They said, man, we missed the old days. We had friends. We, we, you know, we had this and that. And they didn't mention how horrible it was. They didn't mention the slavery. They mentioned that they wanted to go back because the road was hard. And so it was obvious that their circumstances changed, but not their mindset. And William Bridges, who wrote a terrific book on transition, uh, calls, calls the mental component, the mental part of change, he calls it transition, basically. And he said this, he said, without transition, change is just a rearrangement of the furniture. Isn't that true? That if we have a change, but don't change our mindset, that all we did was move stuff around, but nothing has really changed because our hearts haven't changed. But another reason why we hate change is simply because of this. We become bound by what we know from the past. What do I mean by that? In the book, The Innovation Killer, uh, Cynthia Bartner Rabe said this, what we know limits what we can imagine. And isn't that true that sometimes if you're stuck in a mindset, you can't possibly imagine another outcome or another idea? For instance, 
as long as people believed that the earth was flat, they feared sailing off the edge of the world. Their imagination was hobbled by believing that they could go no further, even though the whole world was before them. And we find that Aristotle and later on uh, Pythagoras proved and they taught that the earth was round and it forever changed how people thought. And once that changed, the world changed. So uh, another question I want to ask today is, how, how do you get through change? How do you navigate it? How do you, and I'm, I'm just giving you a couple of things just from my own experience and, and from just reading through the years and, and just learning from really smart people that are way smarter than I am. But um, the first one is this. Face the reality that change comes whether we like it or not. Isn't that true when you think about it? In the book, Who Moved My Cheese, which is, by the way, another great book on change and transition, the authors, uh, Spencer and, and I, I think it was uh, Blank, Blanchard, uh, wrote it together. But they write about these trying adventures of four characters, Sniff, Scurry, Hem, and Haw. And as they search for and find and lose cheese through their journey, they must rediscover their favorite food, cheese, in a large twisted maze. So they learned this lesson the hard way that the cheese became a problem. When they had originally found the cheese, they rejoiced. You had this beautiful, brand new, fresh cheese. And and they built their whole lives around the cheese. And, and they, they built a campaign around it. And they built logos and, and posters around it and, and community and everything around this cheese. And one day they woke up and they started seeing green spotches on their cheese. And they said, what is this? And they realized that that something had to change because the cheese had become moldy. And they said, what are we going to do now? So they suggested, well, let's go find some new cheese. So they went out and you know looked for new cheese. And I recommend getting the book. It's called Who Moved My Cheese? But it's a great book, and you could read it probably in half an hour. It'd be a great kid's book, too. But uh, the point being that until you realize that change has to happen, you're not going to change. And you have to face the reality that change will happen to your life whether you realize it or not. And you have to try to get ahead of it before it hits you. Which brings, brings me to the second thing we can do in change. And that is this, get used to foreseeing change. Begin predicting change. Like the story of, of the mice that we read about, that we talked about. We don't want to wait for the cheese to get moldy before we think about changing. We want to change anticipating that the cheese will become moldy someday. Somebody put it this way, an apple tree hanging on the tree changes from green to ripe. In other words, from worse to better. Let the apple tree hang there long enough and it will change from better to worse and then rot and fall away. Isn't that true that if you let change come upon you and you don't anticipate it and you don't try to plan for it, It'll be just like that apple that stayed on the tree too long and it, it falls off. And if at all possible, this is why we don't want to wait until change is forced upon us. We want to get ahead of the change. But here's the third one, and the third one is kind of hard for all of us, but develop the skill of adjusting to change. Now, I, I know that as, as I get older, 
and you go to the doctor, he says, well, you got to watch your diet, you got to watch this and that. And your mind hears that and you go, yeah, that's true. I got to watch my cholesterol and all these things. But sometimes it doesn't click until maybe you get a bad report and you say, well, your cholesterol was too high and you, you know you really need to work on this. That's when change was kind of thrust upon you. And you don't want to wait for that to happen before you react. You want to, you want to respond and not react. So we have to develop the skill of, of, of adjusting to the change when it comes and saying, you know, my body's changing, so now my mind has to change to catch up with my body. And I heard a great leader speaking among leaders. I was at a conference once and he said this, we must become addicted to change. And he wasn't saying that in a weird way. He was saying that in terms of leadership that because things are always moving, all these moving plates are spinning all the time. We have to be used to, to anticipate change and we have to get used to uh, the idea that sometimes these plates fall and sometimes they spin off and you know they're unpredictable. So this is not the change for the sake of change, but change for the sake of growth and flourishing that we're talking about today. And I'd like to close with a quote as we end today that, that I got from a, a great old little poem, anonymous poem written by somebody. That's, it says this, and this is the kind of almost like a prayer about change. In heavenly love abiding, no change my heart shall fear. And safe in such confiding, for nothing changes here. The storm may roar with it without me. My heart may low be laid, but God is round about me. And can I be dismayed? What a beautiful prayer that when you know that God is in your change and when you know that God is working in you and through you and with you, whatever changes you go through, He's going he's gonna to take care of it. But what you don't want to do is just kind of like let changes happen to you. This is why we should always pray every day, Lord, what is your will? What do you want to do? How do you want me to plan my life? What, what, what kind of steps do you want me to take in my personal vision for my life of growth and, and advancement and maturity? And, and we need to live that way and not randomly. Some people just live randomly from day to day and they have no plan. They just go to work and go home. Uh, but God has a plan for you. And the plan is more than just paying bills. So I want to challenge you today to, to not be afraid of change, but to embrace it, anticipate it, and let that reality sink in that change happens no matter what. And foresee the change, but also adapt when the change comes and allow yourself to adjust to that change so that your mindset is transformed. If you like this podcast, please leave a like and recommend it to somebody. We like to grow this channel. And uh, till next time, you know, check, out, check us out on YouTube and we're also on Buzzsprout and wherever you can get your podcasts. So thanks so much for being with us. God bless you.